Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, you're about to listen to this week's episode of Sofa Cinema Club, where we're talking all things goodnight, Mr. Tom. This week, we weren't in the studio. We were recording on Zoom from at home. Please enjoy this week's episode. And if you want more Sofa Cinema Club, make sure you're subscribed to us wherever you are listening to this podcast. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith and as always, I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Oakley. Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now, it's all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the other to watch, then we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now, the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home, then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. Now, this week's film has been chosen by you guys at home, our lovely audience. And you decided that you wanted us to watch Good Night, Mr. Tom. Sorry, the classic Good Night, Mr. Tom. But before we get into talking all things Good Night, Mr. Tom, as always, Jack, Ben, what's been going on? I'm an uncle again today. Oh. Again? Again, yeah. As in, there's been another... Yeah, my sister gave birth this morning. Your sister was pregnant? Yeah, she was, yeah. She Come was. on, Coulson, you should Congrats, you remember Amy. that nine minutes ago. Oh, didn't know. Yeah. Uh, boy or girl? Girl, fourth child. Is this the first girl? <laughs> it's the first girl, yeah, it's first girl she's had. So she's three boys before that. Oh, wow, congratulations. Oh, all yeah. fine, birth all fine, double fine. Uh, I think so. I've just had a text. I mean, it's literally sort of just happened not that long ago. So I've just had a text and sort of like a picture. Oh, Mint, congratulations. Yeah. Hello, Uncle yeah. Jack. Yes. And they always send the weight, don't they? So what is it you meant to send? The name with the What's middle the name? name? How much, yeah, and how, how, how much oh, did I didn't it do weigh, that. Yeah. I just went, oh, didn't you? no, I don't, think, I don't think I even sent a text. All good. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. I don't think they had mobiles when my children were born. Could you imagine my parents sending the text out saying, baby Colson has arrived? I know, yeah, they'll think, what's that typo? Hold on, you told me you weren't called Colson at the start. I wasn't, was I? I was called Ben. Well, they wouldn't have blinked at that. They would have gone, what a great name. And then three (laughs) days later, they would have gone, they've lost their minds. They've changed it to a Colton. (laughs) 
<laughs> they've made it up. <laughs> they've made up a name. They've taken Colin and Tony and put them together. I emailed someone the other day um, to ask if they could do something, just completely out of the blue. And they replied and said, hi, Colin. And I was like, yeah. "How? you've just not read my name. You've just... You've gone, that can't be right. I think it's hard to know, though. Very few, there's no Colsons, are there? A lot of Americans, isn't it? A lot of Americans. Colton. Called Colson, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly's called Colson, Ben. It's literally how many times have you said that now? It's literally <laughs> the only other person. There's a few Bens, <laughs> but then you, that you always say that. Like, what, I wonder why he changed his name to, to some. <laughs> I like that though that that's your frame of reference there's me and one other yeah we both me and Machine Gun Kelly just chilling out speaking of names I had a big decision to make this week I think Ben knows a little bit Jack but I don't think you know anything okay do I this is intriguing there is a new video game that has been released okay Called Hogwarts. Oh, the Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. Yes. I've seen lots of adverts, billboards, everything for it. I bet you a, a million quid, I bet you my broom, you've never been off that. I bet you, you've stayed in. <laughs> I bet you my I bet broom. You, I bet you for the last seven days, you've gone, I've got loads to do at home, straight on the Hogwarts, you're straight on the Quidditch. I have got a second life as a wizard, and it's it's very important. But you have to pick your wizard's name. And you've got to have a good name to be a wizard, haven't you? So, hold on. Is it a free pick or do they give you a choice? Free pick. I'm guessing whatever you've picked is what you'd like to be called in real life. My wizard name Mm. enrolled at Hogwarts is (laughs) Bartholomew Tinker. Oh, God. Because Craig Tinker's middle name is Bartholomew, and Bartholomew Tinker sounds like a wizard. Sounds like a shit wizard. But it sounds like you're a goodie. Yeah. Well, you say goodie. So, um, Harry Potter, blah, blah, blah. You you have the sorting hat, don't you? And it tells you what house you're in. Yeah. So you have to answer questions, and it picks which house you're in. Now, I had to do that four times. So that you could get the house that you what wanted. What house did you want? Well, Gryffindor, You don't want Gryffindor Why? Why? to be a goodie, because that's the Harry Potter gang. Yeah, but I bet you answered and you got the shit one. No, I kept getting Ravenclaw. Is that the baddie? No, it's just shit. You're either Slytherin or Gryffindor. Slytherin, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, and what's it? Hufflepuff. No Hufflepuff is brilliant. Straight into that. Yeah. Ben Hufflepuff. In, in the end, I got in Gryffindor, and now, yeah, I, I'm I'm on it. I love it. it. It's very good. What are you flying? Um, just the basic broom at the moment. I've got a few enhancements on it, but mm. just the basic broom. I tell you what, it, it's good, Jack. You'd like it. You would like it. Is it just like a Star Wars? I imagine it's like a instead of instead of a lightsaber, it's a wand. It's very much Red Dead Redemption wizard. Wow, you've sold it to me. It's open world, too. It's like, it's a bit like the GTA Red Dead Redemptions, but do you remember that one on the Nintendo DS? Mr. Mogolian's brain thing that everyone yeah. played. Yeah. No. Do you remember with the brain puzzles? Yeah. It's, it's a bit like that and Red Dead Redemption. Right, I'm going to ask you a question here, Cosin. I'm going to need you to answer honestly. When you're in a fight 
with whatever uh, what are they called a dementor or whatever They're, well it's trolls on this ran rannox trolls trolls dementors are fine call it what you trolls want trolls on the bridge do you say out loud the spell to yourself sometimes yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes Expelliarmus, and then do you mind the wand yeah and i found that i've kind of been going oh if only i could do that right now i could use it in real life <laughs> like there's one called Accio, which brings stuff towards you. And I was walking around the supermarket, and I was like, "That's high up, loaf Accio. of bread, loaf yeah. of bread, <laughs> loo roll." It's not just me though. Producer Henry's on it. Producer Henry's enrolled Is at it? Hogwarts. Isn't it like hundred quid or something? It's like really expensive in it. Can you can you join in? Can Henry join in with your wizarding? It's not online yet. Oh. Clever this. Clever this from the Harry Potter people. So it's the first game ever by a company called Porky Games. So obviously it'll be owned by Harry Potter or, you know, Warner Brothers of some kind. Porky Games? Portkey. Oh, Portkey. Basically, I think, Ben, they've built a game that you will only ever buy once and they will just release packs. So I think you buy a game... And then I wouldn't be surprised if they released another six hours of gameplay for 50 quid and you just bought... What's the like idea at the end? Well, I don't know. You're in fifth year and obviously you're going to save the world, oh, aren't you? You're in fifth year, you've got your loads of years. Yeah. Loads of wizards. You start as a student who's joining Hogwarts late, which has only happened in the history a couple of times because you've got... Ancient magic in your blood. What a load of shit. <laughs> what a load of shit. It's great. Because you're saying it like it's your life. Do you, do you fly in that fucking car? Do loads of letters <laughs> arrive? I can't wait to rattle through this podcast so I can get the PlayStation on. Is it only on PS5? I've only got PS4. Can oh, I you can get it on PS4, it? I think. Oh, I think, you? yeah. You do, it just takes four years to load. You just have one broom, no spells. <laughs> You sit in the classroom as well and have to listen to them. You learn your spells in the classroom. But, but Jack, this is a bit you're like, I think you should play it, Jack, and come back to me. But you have a friend called Sebastian Swallow who's in Slytherin. (laughs) And Sebastian (laughs) teaches you. What's he teach you? They've done that on purpose, haven't they? He's called Sebastian Swallow. Who's thought of that? For situations like this, where an innocent child goes to talk about it on a podcast of his friends and realises that his name is Sebastian Swallow. Right, go on. What's he want? Anyway, Sebastian teaches you the dark arts. He he teaches you the bad spells. But you're not using those. You're not using those, Colson. You're good. No, no, Ben, I am. You, uh, you think I'm a goodie? I'm all over Sebastian. All over him like a rash, because <laughs> I, I know I that Sebastian Swallow is going to teach me an awful lot. His name's plural now, is it? <laughs> There's a few of them. He's done that multi, multi-spell. The other thing I've been up to? Yeah. Been doing some running. Yeah. Because I've put it out there to the world that I've decided to run my first marathon. Marathon? My girlfriend's running the half marathon. In Manchester. No, the Newcastle one. Ben's done that. Great North Run. Great North Run. She can start off at my mum's, cup of tea, and a, I did it once when I was really young. I've done it loads, like 13 times. I did it once. Me and my mate didn't have, we hadn't entered. 
right when it started, like in the 80s, we hadn't entered. We turned up, they gave us a number and we absolutely pegged it. Cup of coffee and some porridge and off. It's a good one, that. It's a good one. Uh, everyone says the Great North's good. Is it a hill, though? Is it a hill near the end? So, before the end, for a mile, you're going up. So, you've got to be a bit careful there. You see people get a bit keen, and they go off like absolute thunder, and then... <laughs> I did do it once. I did it once. I did the Great North run, and there was a lad with me who runs, and then... The BBC follow you because the lad's with you. And he met me. He met me there and I was in the special running bit. I think it was when someone, I think it was Frank Bruno or someone was starting and he started it and he absolutely went off. He went guns for a mile. Sprinter and the, start. Yeah, they dropped out and then we saw him at the end. Anyway, this lad met me and he went, well, what time do you want to do? And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, I can do any time you want to do. Just name it. He paced me and ran me through it. Yeah, it's good, the Great North Run. Which one are you doing, Colson? I'm doing Stockholm. Flat. Mm, I'm not a mug. I've, I've done my oh, research. Yeah. Is that I've an done... easy one? No, well, there's no such thing as an easy one. Oh. oh, here we go. How what's many you, have you ran, you... Jack? Oh, what's you... oh. <laughs> I haven't run any yet either. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving it big guns. Are you going to do fast feet? Did I spell? <laughs> bicycle legs come on Sebastian bicycle legs <laughs> I needed one that was either in summer or in September ooh summer the, yeah but it's summer in Stockholm so it won't be that bad but the, the April ones I'd have struggled with New Zealand so I wouldn't have been able to get the training in that I needed doesn't anybody do like the actual marathon the one from what, Greece the Greek one yeah doesn't anyone do that? No, I don't think it's a big thing, actually. The old the rocky climb. <laughs> I mean, that's what with a torch. From. You'd have to that's run it, it with a torch. That's where burning it got its flame. name from, wasn't it? Yeah, the burning flame. You've nearly run a marathon anyway when you live with me. Yeah, but I'm at a different point now. I've, I've, you know, been chilling for a bit, taking it easy. So now I'm kind of back on it, but I'm documenting it all as well. So I'm kind of. Making those little run vlogs. Some little videos. I saw them. They're good. They're really good. Thanks. I'm going to do what I'll do one today. But I might not be the only person who has to start running because, well, Jack, your car, what's going on? Oh, well. The Batmobile. I got a little warning light up on my car saying um, oil change. I bet you're one of those people who ignores every light going on the no do you know what so i had a look and i thought oil change so i thought can i do this myself (laughs) right as if so i googled i googled first off can i change the oil on my car myself and it goes absolutely you can look at this quick video demonstrate showing you how to do it can you bollocks do it on your own? It goes, oh. first off, jack the car up. <laughs> and it's like, you need to elevate the car so that it's about four metres in the air. I'm like, no, we're not pissing about with that. No, don't do it on your own. No, definitely not. So I just ring up the garage and say, needs a service, needs an oil change, blah, blah, blah. So oil change is different to topping the oil up? Yeah. yeah. Needs a service, needs a service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't had it serviced, have you, for years? <laughs> gone in and gone, oh, 
We've moved on since you last have it serviced. <laughs> We've not seen one of these since 1972. <laughs> Service-a-rama. Imagine you went there and it was old... What's your name, Colson? Bartholomew Tinker. <laughs> Bartholomew, hello, Bartholomew Tinkers. Repero. <laughs> Repero. I bet you thought about fucking spells you can make up. Repero. <laughs> Walk fasto. Um, yeah, so you've taken it, you've taken it in... So I've taken it in, dropped them off, and they've gone, um, is it just a regular service? I've gone, yeah, oil-like things come up. They've gone, right, we'll have a look at that, blah, blah, blah. As I dropped it off, my girlfriend, she was sort of like waiting in the car in the car park. She went, are you all right? I went, I, I just, I've got a sneaking suspicion that it, it might be pricey, and I don't know why. Anyhow, they've phoned me back, and they've gone, um... Well, you back, you back two tyres there, fuck, Mr. Shepherd. so you're going to need... <laughs> Were they basically <laughs> slicks? They're, they're just... They said they're near done. They're near, they're near done. I've got a cut in one of my inside walls or something on one another tyre. One of the alloys is is knacked, and along with some tread or something. I said, well, what's that? Because nothing's come up on the car or... And they went, basically, you've probably just gone over a pothole. And I know I have done that because there's a pothole at, at Sainsbury's where I go for my shopping. We've got we've got some uh, some experience with potholes, haven't we, Colson? Yeah, and cars with low profile tyres on. Oh yeah, that one right near work. Yeah, that pothole. Uh, that got us. We, we were at blowout. We had it full explosion. He, he just managed to hold on to it at five mile an hour, but we had to go right back <laughs> round the roundabout, go back, didn't we? Burst completely gone. Pop. But in my time, Jack, so I've had this car a year. I've had two front alloys. I've had one weld and three tires in 12 months. Is it the roads that are knacked? It's not as bad now, but when I was living in Media City with Ben and like we either had to go left or right to get home. Whereas from work now, the only bit where I'm driving is getting into work and you know where they are now. The roads are screwed in town where I live. The roads are absolutely screwed. So what was the what was the upshot? So they've said uh, it's fifteen hundred quid. Ooh. <laughs> I've thought of a number. Yeah, Go, get that and spell. I dropped it off thinking it's just a service. It's going to be about two hundred pound to fifteen hundred quid. Ooh. It's like, oh my god! At least it's not because the worst thing was I had it with an MOT where they rang me up and they was like, your car's failed its MOT because it needs a new alloy. And I was in London when this had happened. And they were like, so, you know, for us to put it on as a pass, you need to change this alloy within 14 days. But, you know, do you want us to do it now? And I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, but then you're without a car and it's like you've got to find 1,100 quid or whatever, ASAP. It's not fun being an adult, is it? No. It's great no. when I was a kid and when everything. When you're a kid and you've no responsibility. If a bike tyre goes, what is it, Ben? 20 yeah. quid for a gas no, canister? No, you ask your mum and dad. Yeah. It's not anything. Sort that out for me. <laughs> to do my own. I had solid tyres. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my gravel bike, I think, and sell the car and just cycle everywhere. Or I might just use my wand and my Broom. Well, you're on a broom. You don't need that for a service, do you? What do they do? Have a look at the um, twigs at the back. 
If you could invent any spell, <laughs> what spell flying. would you invent? Look, it's obvious. It's flying. We're already it? flying. We're on a broom. We're already flying. Now, the other thing that the three of us have been up to this week is we've all sat down away from each other, which is which is a change. Home fixtures for us all. And we have watched Goodnight, Mr. Tom. So, obviously, audience choice, fourth episode of Series 7, and you guys wanted us to watch Goodnight, Mr. Tom. And as always, when it is time for our audience choice, we gain a fourth member of the podcast. And this week, the fourth member of the podcast, who is joining us to give us her synopsis of Goodnight, Mr. Tom, is Tyra Pearson. Tyra is 21. She's from Newcastle under Lyme. Not your Newcastle, that is it. So this is Newcastle in, like, Stoke. Yeah. Always confuses me, that. Yeah. It'd be funny if she spoke like a Geordie, then. Yeah, it would be good. Anyway, she's been in touch to say that she loves my films. Well, yeah, she's she's picked this, so... So, obviously, the films that brought her to the podcast were the likes Hannah Montana. She wished we could watch Harry Potter, so she's probably on Hogwarts now as she's playing... But she loves the podcast. It's given her an education on films, and she now watches them in a new way. But she still picked Good Night, Mr. Tom, and here's what she <laughs> had to say about it. Hi, Sophie Cinema Club. Thank you so much for choosing my film for this week's podcast. Uh, so Good Night, Mr. Tom is based off of 1981 book of the same name, and this is actually based off of stories told by the author's mother, who was a nurse during this time. So, Goodnight Mr. Tom is set during the Second World War and follows the two main characters, nine-year-old William and widower Mr. Tom. William is evacuated from London to go and live in a small village with Mr. Tom. From the very beginning, Mr. Tom isn't the best pleased about this, however this very quickly changes when he sees signs of William being abused back home. Mr. Tom sets about helping William through teaching him to read and write, putting him through school and supporting him with his love of art, and even helps to rescue William when he is summoned back home to London. This film follows their growing relationship together and for me really shows how important chosen family can be, which makes this one of my favourite films and one of my favourite books. So I really hope you enjoy. Decent synopsis. Really good synopsis. Do you know what? I think you can't fault that. No. Well organised. Very well organised. Well organised. Said everything she needed to. Why she liked it. Very good. Very good. Better than the film. (laughs) (laughs) Big thing that she did say was she spoke about the book. So I think the reason that my generation know of this film is because it was on the school syllabus. I think it still is, because my daughter talks about this film. Okay. As far as I'm aware, we read the book, and then you watch the film. And you watch it in school. Yeah. So that's why everyone knows about it. She knew we were doing this film, because I told her. And um, she said, oh, it's brilliant. And I went, is it? And she went, yeah, yeah, it's so good, so good. And then she said, the book's even better. We did the book and everything in school, and then we watched the film, and she lo- and she loved it. And I'm quite surprised, because her taste in film is usually very, very similar to mine. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a go. I saw my mum at the weekend. She told me it was my sister's favourite film back in the day. I'm, I'm kind of baffled. I don't understand why. It's not, is it even a film? Is it even a film? It's a TV, TV movie. Film. It's yeah. not even a film. For once, for once, 
I'm with you. It's made by Carlton Television. It's terrible, isn't it? Well, I mean, just how it kicks off. I mean, the village looks lovely, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know where it is? Vicar of Dibley? Yeah, it is. It's where they, it's where they film that, isn't it? It's the it's same the Vicar town. Vicar of Dibley studio. Buckinghamshire, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It looks great. To say it's on film, it, 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 it does look good. The, the thing that struck me is, when he gets sort of told that he has to have this kid and everything... I thought he was going to put up more of a fight. And it's like, he, he's, he's, his character seems to be like this old grumpy man that's sort of like got a heart of stone. Well, he lost a wife and a kid. Yeah, I he? know, but he didn't seem that bad. He didn't seem, yeah, do you know what I mean? He, he melts pretty Melts quickly. very quick. Yeah. Oh. So it's a weird one, this, because it, it's an hour 40 of film and the story, as said in the synopsis, you know, it, it follows a boy who's been evacuated, who is put with this old man, Mr. Tom. They don't get along, then they do get along, then he goes to rescue him, then he saves him. Why does he go back? Why, when he knows he's been, somebody's going on when he puts his shirt, why does he let him go back? Well, they make him go back, don't they? Because his mum's not very well, is what they say. But then his mum's had a baby in secret, and she's kept it quiet. You know, it, it, it's it's in the middle of the blitz. So it's not the authorities. Oh, I see. Because they don't know he's gone back. But wouldn't you say? Yeah, but the lad's it's not his, in I great know. shape. It's not so much that. It's just that the children can't really be in central London, can they? Because no, it's, it's getting bombed. World War II. Yeah. It's the Blitz. So while he's there, while he's in the little village, he's striking up a little friendship with the other evacuees, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. In the area. Quite liked that bit. The other kid's not bad, that Zach the guy. The other kid's not bad. The other kid's not bad. It's very similar to the Oliver question, isn't it, from the film? What, like, Dodger's good? Yeah, Dodger's good, Oliver's Mark shit. Lester's not. Yeah. If we're into it, yeah, the story mm. is a good story. I mean, it's like a shit bed knobs and broomsticks, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a shit bed knobs and broomsticks. That's exactly what it is. It's a bit Nanny McPhee-esque as well, isn't the it? The best thing about bed knobs and broomsticks is when they're on the bed and they go into the book. That's mint. That's when it kicks on. There's none of that. There's, there's none of that. <laughs> there's, none of that. <laughs> there's no flying beds. No. If they stuck a flying bed in there. If they had you, Colson, on a flying bed, it's a ten. Here's a biggie for you. So obviously, this podcast is built around ratings and reviews, and that's kind of what we base ourselves around. Internet Movie Database, Jack, a website that you love, seven point eight. Oh, absolutely! Probably made out of fifteen thousand people who have read the book. Have read and the then book. That. The book probably is good, isn't it? Yeah, because my daughter said the book's bad. Yeah, the the book is obviously good. Whatever they've taken out to make the TV thing, they've taken too much out. So I'm going to flip this because I normally would be fighting the cause, but I'm not quite sure I've got it in me to do it. Why do people like Tyra and your daughter, Jack, and my sister... Why do people love this film? I think it must be to do with the book and how it's taught in schools. So nothing to do with the age you've watched it? I, 
It can't Probably. be anything from the film. You can't watch that film. I think you place yourself as the kid, don't yeah, you? Yeah. You read I it think... as a kid, you place yourself as a kid, yes. you go, oh, that's really sad. And in the end, he ends up living with the old man who hated him. The kid's not brilliant. I mean, you said, Ben, when we were, when we were watching it, together when we were on the phones texting you went he just keeps looking at the camera and then from then on that's all i saw him literally looking at the camera he just his mate was good yeah. uh but yeah he just kept looking at the, it's that similar thing that you had colson when you pick a film and you go i watched it as a kid and i still remember it i can imagine if you watch it young enough you're like oh because it's quite shocking some of it i think in in school, certainly something that kind of was drilled into us and throughout history and throughout English is just quite how lucky we are to mm. be growing up in the period of time that we were growing up in. Yeah. And it was always kind of, you know, there's obviously there's there's new history now. You know, there's there's been a global pandemic, there's a new war, but that that historic moment that directly affected us was World War Two, and this is what happened to kids your age. They got shipped off to the country. You were living with strangers, and you didn't know if your home was going to be your home ever again. Most likely, your dad was out fighting, and it was like that. That was kind of the position that though the kids your age were put into. That was the premise that I would have watched this film from the first time I watched it. So then you do watch an emotive story where it is the grumpy old man who clearly wants nothing to do with you ends up, in effect, saving the child's life, which is what he does. And I think it's that kind of story of... it. it, it it's a Coulson story. Yeah, and I suppose it's a flip because you expect the place that he's going to to be worse than his normal life when it's the opposite. It's better yes, than his, his life exactly. that he's actually got. Yeah. And obviously his mate, it's quite, you know, both his parents are actors. They live in the West. They've it quite clearly has a good life. Whereas this lad in London, he gets beaten to the point where, you know, his mum sends the belt away with him. What a weird scene that is when he throws, when he the throws belt it in the garden. Ten yard in garden. <laughs> yeah, that's like, cool. I'll show you. Dog's good. Dog's good in it. Trained dog. Very good. Yeah. But yeah, throws it in the garden and then he finds it like three months later, done it, and then he buries it. Buries it in his own garden. It's like, we'll just put it in the bin. Yeah, put it in the bin. <laughs> you, know, you know when he had it in his hand and he was like trying to turn it into dust? I was like, just chuck it in the bin. You need to spell yeah. for that. And John Thor, when, when we were Googling, like, I want 55 <laughs> when he did this. And I thought, he looks 89. He's played, he's definitely he always playing looked old. Yeah. Always looked old. What makes me laugh is when they're fixing. He was fixing that roof, and he's fi- he's fixing a roof that's now like mid nineties. Yeah. But it would have been almost brand new when it got done. <laughs> he's up <laughs> ladders. I'm like, yeah, you're fixing an old roof there, son. But it only will have done been done about ten years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of it, you know, I get it. The book, I can imagine. She's obviously based it off re- true stories, isn't she? I think that kid needed to be better. The kid needed to be better, yeah. It was a bit wet. So I'm thinking if that's your life and you've been beaten, you're going to have some hatred type thing. He was just a bit wet, do you know what I mean? There was a lot going, wasn't there? The school, he couldn't read or write. or Wet in the bed. And then he taught him how to read and write in a night. That was brilliant. 
That was I, I texted to you, lads. I said it's Rocky. The hardest, the hardest fucking language to learn in the world. <laughs> he learned it in a and night. I, sit by the fire, Sam. <laughs> We're learning English. Let's go. Now I'm going to make some dots. Spell your name. No, it's a real name. It's Colson. Which that dots thing? I was thinking that doesn't work. No, because he just went join the dots up, but it's like, well, when do I take my fucking pen off the paper, dickhead? Do you but know the, what I mean? It's like, how do I know? How do I know that's a letter? They use that he as a his name, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They use that as a tool to get on that he can draw lines really straight to get on um, that he could, be an artist, he could be an artist to kind of show that he has got a chance in the world. When he said, "I've never seen lines drawn that straight," I'm thinking that. The wish no, fucking the wish He said, "I can't draw them with a ruler." What ruler are you using? Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard this because the three of us have got nothing remotely positive to say. Oh God, that ending! Why did they keep doing that slow motion shit at the end? How long did it take you till you went on your phone? Because I were four minutes in. I was texting you two on the. I phone. I didn't stay on the phone, and then I was. I was IMDB in it, I was Wikipedia in it, I was finding out as, as much information as I could, and it literally cleared up at the awards. It won every fucking award going. Yeah. BAFTAs, RTS, Trick Awards, National Television Awards, it won everything. Not the Film Awards, the TV Awards. BAFTA, yeah, ba- BAFTA that, TV That awards. is big. Are you about to say when he goes... I can do it, Dad. I can ride a bike. Oh, and he doesn't I even just pedal. But he doesn't pedal. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, he pedal. doesn't You can't he just, ride a bike. You're no, going down a hill with your legs straight. Yeah. You can't ride a bike. You're not even pedaling. You're going down with your legs. <laughs> legs legs akimbo. It's the balance oh, bike, isn't it? It's the balance yeah. bike. He's invented the balance bike in the 40s. Yeah. And then they kept on slow mowing the whole the camera shot. They're obviously short of story. It's, it's a weird one. him on the back. I thought, oh, this is... This is bobbins. The big thing for us, as the three of us doing the podcast, Sofa Cinema Club brand, is we want to know why you guys at home, if you watch this film for the podcast, what did you think of it? Did anyone love it? Have we missed anything? Is it a film that is designed to be watched as an 11-year-old from the point of view of William? Because... For us, we've kind of, all three of us have kind of completely striked a blank with it, haven't we? Why do you want to keep the child? Well, because I love him. Okay, it just seemed it just seemed to tie up at the end. I just couldn't quite get that. Like you could see he had a good life, but they came. For, I don't know it all. What about when they found him in the cellar? <laughs> yeah, I mean that was obviously true. It's obviously it, 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 she said that the nurse, the writer, based it on true stories. It didn't know, I couldn't work out, I think you're dead right, Colson. I think it's one of those films, I can imagine, if you read the book, if you got into the story as a book, the film's just going to fly for you because you're seeing it in pictures, a bit like you do. Maybe, Jack, that could be your homework. We've asked the audience to get in touch and let us know what they think, but maybe you should ask your daughter to say to her, why Why did you say that was a good film? Just, just to find out if there is, because, you know, we're now... I mean, I'm the youngest and I'm 24, so I'm not watching it from the point of view as a child anymore, am I? He had a traumatic life. It was a traumatic story. Maybe we need to bring a younger person onto the... Maybe we need four people on the podcast and we need someone to fill the void in the gap. But you did watch this at school, didn't you? So you will have seen it. You're getting the same that 
the girl who's reviewing it is. You're getting it the same. You just didn't like it. I wonder when the last time she watched it was. Yeah, I bet she watched it when she was frigging 11 or something like that. The thing was, it wasn't even that I didn't like it. I couldn't be arsed with it. I think the straight off, the thing that happened straight away for all three of us was it didn't feel like a film. It felt like a TV, a long morse. <laughs> it didn't feel like a film. The story could have been very good, actually. It must be. Well, I think the story was good. It wasn't executed very well. Straight away, you were like, with those close-ups at the start, and I'm like, what's this? It just wasn't... <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, what are we doing? Well, all the, the random generators done us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Whilst we take the random generator in for its service and to change its oil, we're going to have a quick break and then we'll come back with our ratings. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Right. Shall I start? You start. You're the youngest. I don't know. I don't know if there's a responsibility for my generation here when I'm giving this. But I can't even give what I was going to give. Isn't there a spell for this? (laughs) Ratey Armus. Do they all end in Armus? No. Leviosa. Uh, Okay. Levio. Um, Okay. I don't know if we've got a name for this, so I'm going to give it a name. Floppy four. Oh, floppy four is very good. I like that. I like that. I wanted to go find five. No, 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 no. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I mean, I'll tell you what's interesting is how polarizing this film is. Because if it's getting that higher rating in IMDb, some people must absolutely love it. Like when you've picked We Bought a Zoo or Poppadopolis, it's uniformly we've gone it's cack, and only you've gone, it's good. But here, loads of people have gone, it's good. Um, I'm going uh, zero. Zero? You pulled nothing from it? No. Are you allowed to go zero? It can, yeah. Well, yeah. I think if I was reading the book, I'd definitely go higher. It was terrible. I could, I, it upset me. 
having to watch it. It it ruined my weekend. We review films. Yeah. And that wasn't a film for me. So I'm like, I don't know why, and I'm sure the story's fantastic, but for me, zero. Jack? <clears throat> I liked the setting. I thought the locations were nice. It looked great. I, do you know what? I think it looked great, and I think you believed the time period. I thought John Four was okay. He was fine. I liked his accent. Apparently, his accent got slagged off when the film came out. But I, I, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was alright. I'll, I'll go two. I'll go two. Oh, hefty. <laughs> Six. Is that an all-time soap <laughs> cinema club low? No, I think I, it I, is because you had your rating hasn't pulled it up. I'm sure we bought two <laughs> ten. <laughs> But you've given minuses before. Only minus one. Good Do you know, Henry? Do you know the answer? I don't think we've all gone uniformly low. I think this is the lowest it's ever. It's not the lowest film we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Millions was lower with 4.2. Ooh, so actually, yeah. good night, Mr. Tom, with a six. A steady six, yeah. Millions is a better film than good night, Mr. Tom. No. You wow. picked that, didn't you? That wasn't an yeah. audience, but you picked millions. Yeah. Guess what I found? Guess what I found? What? what? My son was looking for The Old Man and the Sea, the book, and I said, well, I think I've got it here. Guess what I found? I found... Hold on. Stay there. I'm going to get it. I've never seen him so excited. Right. <laughs> I've had it. I've had it privately... You know Antiques Roadshow? You've had it insured. It's um, it's a first edition. I had it uh, valued on Time Team, or whatever it's called. Antiques Roadshow. I fucking loved Time Team. Yeah. With it's Tim good. Robinson. <laughs> it was- oh, it's <laughs> fucking great, wasn't it? I'd love him to come and dig my village up. Right. It's worth... I think it's worth... Hold on, let me see. I think it's 10p. Millions. The book That's a millions. first edition. Is that a first edition? No. It's just some cack, Jack. You've got it's the cat. book. But I was looking for a book and I went, how's that even a book? Millions, so there we was go. Was it a book before it was a film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you do with a million pounds? Buy a thousand pizzas? Give it to charity? Play cash Jenga? When a bag stuffed full of money drops out of the sky? <laughs> Crikey. It's the book. Millions is a better film than Goodnight, Mr. Tom. No. Yeah. Oh, really? there you go, Jack. There you go. It's a film. <laughs> I mean I don't think it's a better story I mean it is a film Goodnight Mr Tom is a film it's just it went on terrestrial TV with adverts in between I think it looks telly Millions is not brilliant no like, look picture wise they're, they're, they're both at their, they're both scraping along scraping the power I tell you what I think I mean this is a different debate for me some of those shots were very telly shots yeah yeah the opening yeah. was very, very telly. A lot of me, the flute, all oh, every ten seconds. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very, very TV. It was shot like a TV drama, but it is a TV movie. It calls yeah. itself a TV movie, but it missed it missed shots, didn't it? Yeah. So when there's that emotional scene, the camera's not coming round. It's it's, it's one just of those ones where he's just got a whole load of shots, and then he's done the edit. And yeah. Gone, yeah, that flows. And do you know what it is as well? Is if you're doing a TV movie, every time with the script, you are writing to adverts. Whether you like it or not, you're writing to adverts. Because Carlton Television 
gave them the money. So it's an advert film. So every 15 minutes, it's half an hour of adverts in that film. You've got to get to a crescendo, haven't you? You've got to get to a bit. And it affects a film. It affects it. So, yeah. So millions was the lowest. Crikey. Six out of 30. (laughs) (laughs) We don't pander to the people who listen, do we? (laughs) Jack, can you try and redeem us by giving the audience a gift in the form of Jack's hidden gem. I can, and you're going to have to pay a bit of money for this if you want to watch it. It's a film. It's relatively new. Uh, I think it came out December time, um, 22. Uh, It's the Timothy Chalamet film about the monsters. You've got to be careful, haven't you? you I'm not giving anything away. They're like monsters, or they're like cannibals. So it's new. This is quite new. It's brand new. It's Flesh brand and new. Bones or something? This was a cinema release, wasn't it? It was a cinema release. Yeah. Bones and all, it's called. Yeah. So I think it's a book, and he is a bit of a drifter, is Timothy Charlemagne. So Timothy Charlemagne is a bit of a drifter, and he bumps into Taylor Russell, who's an actress, and she... She's a bit of a, a monster as well, like a cannibal. And it's it's not like they sort of have to feed on humans to stay a alive. A bit Dracula-esque. It, it is a bit, yeah. She's a young girl and um, she's had this sort of like all her life and she doesn't know why. And she sort of she sort of runs away. She can't be around home anymore because she's scared of who she's going to eat. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. She doesn't want to eat grandma. Type thing, yeah. What's it on? It's on Apple. I watched it on Apple. It's like 3.50 on Apple. It's on Amazon as well. But like we always say on this podcast, if it's on both and it's the same price, go for the Apple. Yeah. Because the picture's always a bit better. Yeah. So it's really good. The music's good. The script's good. And I tell you who is brilliant in it. Mark Rylance. Isn't he is, a good actor? He's so good, you know. He's, he's so always good. good in everything. He's a bit of a monster as well, but he's a, he's he's like the baddie. Uh, it's very, very good. His portrayal, his character is it's brilliant. He's he's such a weirdo and you just you're always on edge with him. Like he comes across as nice. Yeah. And he's anything but, and you're like, oh, I'm not sure about this guy. What it? Watch it. I think you'll really like it, Ben. Cause yeah, I think you'll really like it. Potential the, podcast pick in the future. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, it it really is. Not what, so hidden gem. Not so hidden gem. But I mean, it's if you're squeamish, it's a little. It's a little. You know, it's a little on that bit, side. They are eating. They are eating people. <laughs> okay. If you if you happen to be squeamish, yeah. It's a, I'd say it's a strict it's a strict 18. Well, you'll be glad to know that the film I have picked for us next week, it doesn't involve eating dead people. Massive film for me, this. I would say since the podcast has started, this is up there with one of the best films that I've watched since my film has changed. Okay, okay, okay. We're doing well now. For me, this is big guns. But I don't know, honestly if it might be a sigh from you or it might be an excitement, but I'm looking forward to watching it. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Ah, ah great. I watched it not long ago. I watched that quite regularly, actually. 
It's just a knockout good build. Tell you what, there's some great facts about how they shot that train. Well, it was made out of paper, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never well, went on. We'll save all that for next week. Ah, oh, good pick. Good pick. Very good pick. If you can't wait until next week to hear all about the Grand Budapest Hotel, remember that if you want extra Sofa Cinema Club, you can get that on Patreon. Boys, what can you find on our Patreon? What's it all about? There's actually some good stuff on there. We talk about, we go through, Jack goes through act, an actor's career. We've got uh, bonus content, bonus episodes we've done on films, on, we did one on Meryl Streep, uh, DiCaprio. So actually some really good stuff, stuff that we can't do as a standalone app. We can do in a kind of Patreon and just have it a bit more concentrated, I think. So get on that and uh, make sure you subscribe. We're back on Monday for Sofa Cinema Club Extraterrestrial. And then, of course, we're back on Thursday where we'll be talking all things the Grand Budapest Hotel. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.